Welcome back to another episode of Breaking Bread. I'm here with Carlo Bert- Bertoli. Uh, Carlo is the owner of Pizza Boy in Ch- Chicago. Car- Carlo, what's going on? What's up, brother? How are you? I'm Thank doing you good. Amen. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. We've been hoping to have you on for like a long time. I'm glad everything finally worked out. For sure. So I'm very I've excited heard, for it. I've heard great things about your pizzeria. Like, you know, I had family out in Chicago and just from other influencers and people that I know. I, you know, you're building an iconic brand out, you know, in this second biggest Italian-American city in the country. For sure. Absolutely. What is your story? Like, where did you start? How did this all come to fruition? Uh, so, you know, I, my father, I grew up in the business. My father's got pizza place uh, still to this day. He's been in business for 40 some years. Uh, I've been working there since I was, you know, a little boy, five, six, seven years old, going there, helping my dad bring them cheese, sauce, sausage, whatever, all that stuff. And, uh, you know, just, I lived it. I mean, my, all my, all my, that was where pizza boy came, you know, to the legacy that it's, I'm trying to build it. Uh, you know, everyone knew I was in the pizza business. Everyone knew I loved to go there. My friends, you know, growing up Italian, you know, I went, I grew up in an area that wasn't really that many Italian people. So, uh, it was, you know, you go to school with a Nutella sandwich <laughs> and these people were like, what is this? Like they couldn't even, they're like chocolate sandwich. I'm like, dude, just eat it. And they come <laughs> over after school. They're like, can we get Nutella sandwiches? But you know, that's people knew me. They, I, that was, this has been my name from when I was a kid, pizza boy. And, you know, I've tried to, I've, I've had my, you know, love and hate for it. I've, I've been working for my dad since I was a little boy. We just, you know, as I got through high school and everything, you know, I started taking more, uh, more of a leadership role, trying to run it and, you know, let, get my dad some time off and stuff like that. And so like on the weekends, I never used to go out. I used to have to go to work after, after school and stuff on the weekends when it was the busiest, you know, helping my dad make pizzas, all my siblings, we all worked there, um, so that was kind of the whole story, you know, and we've gotten to a point where, you know, uh, 25, 20, 25 years in, you know, we started, we were actually on a reality show called Smothered. Um, mm-hmm. It's on TLC. And so, you know, that, and then, you know, my social media that I was doing for my father on, well, like he, he doesn't really care for it, but, you know, the <laughs> social media presence that I was doing for the business and you know then we got on uh the cooking channel for the best thing i ever ate with the panzerat so you know all that stuff kind of started growing his business a lot and we were building hit the brand i was i was building the brand for my father thinking you know it was something that i was going to take over and you know marriage, kids, my own family, you know, I had to do what was kind of best for me. And I stepped away and, you know, there's no harm, no foul. I love my family, but I had to go do my own thing and build my own legacy. And now here we are, 
Pizza Boy. It's a brand. It's a lifestyle. It's an experience. I mean, you know, everything is what I envisioned it. It's more, more of my background, things I enjoy, I love. You know, that's what we built. We were growing into and just looking to just keep growing with the whole thing. It's stories like this that I honestly love hearing just because I feel like, you know, uh, they're getting less and less common as time goes on. So, like, you know, you have a family business, you know, you am stuck with it, you didn't change, and now you built an iconic brand. For like, sure. People don't, you know, want to sit through all that work anymore, I feel no, like. No, at yeah. all. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. I know a lot of people that are in the industry or just people I know just when any business. Most of the time, second generation kids, third generation kids, dude, they don't have the balls to do it. Dude, we would have people coming. We're like a tourist attraction. So like we would, and it's crazy. I had all 50 states. I marked them down. I had all 50 states come here. And so, you know, most of the time people are like, wow, you're actually here. I'm like, yeah, I'm here every day. Are you kidding me? Like I have people walk by, like, dude, go home. You could, you're here all day, all night. I go, it's my business. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I was the same way at my, at my dad's place. I wouldn't miss it. You know, I've been married for 11, almost 12 years. I haven't been on vacation since I got married on my honeymoon. Wow. I've had, I got three kids. You know, my, you know, my wife's very understanding to where, you know, we're not vacation people. That doesn't really do much for us. It's, you know, we like to, when we do it, we want to do it big. All in all, for me to do what I'm doing, I mean, I have customers that come in from my dad's place that come to see me because in reality, people only knew me over there anymore because my dad kind of backed away. The social media aspect of it, like, you know, it's funny stuff, but you got to do, you got to be there. You got to live it. I live it. I'm about it. The sad part nowadays is you can't find like-minded people to mm -hmm. do this stuff. So you, uh, on, your growth is slowed down to, you know, what you can do. And if you can't do everything, which I could do everything, but, mm -hmm. you know, I, we want to build this into something so huge that it just turns into just, you know, like an icon. So tell me about the uh, TLC show. Like that's really impressive. And not a lot of people can say that they've had, you know, uh, that they've been featured on TV and that your place, your place of business has been featured. For sure. So, you know, a uh, couple years, I don't know, maybe like four years ago, my somebody sent, well, a good friend of my wife sent her casting for this, you know, mother. It's, it's about my mother-in-law smothering mm -hmm. my wife. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, there was a casting for it. My wife and my mother-in-law, they applied for it. They did the whole thing with it. You know, they called them back that night after they sent them the video, like, you guys are awesome. We want to get you on. Well, then the next day they ended up because they talked to them. They had a whole Zoom call with them and all this stuff. And so the next day they end up calling me to find out what my deal was. You know, they really wanted me on with them, all this stuff. And I told them, I'm like, listen, if you guys pick them or not, I go, I got a better show for you with pizza. I go, you guys will love it. We, we were Italians. We love each other. We hate each other. We kiss. We hug. We stab. Whatever it is. <laughs> we stab. I, you know what I mean? It's, it's so true. It's so true. Oh, it's crazy. So that's a and you know, dude, and you know, listen, it's like being a, you know, most people see a, most people don't get to see how crazy it is, especially in a busy pizza place mm -hmm. or a busy restaurant because you don't see the back of the kitchen. 
It's like being a bartender on the busiest night of the week. Mm-hmm. It's insane. You you, yeah. you don't know where to go. And then you gotta then you gotta dictate all these other people. You gotta manage them and tell them what to do and try to figure out how to do stuff. And you know, I'm I wouldn't say I'm a perfectionist, but I expect top quality everything. And when mm-hmm. people eat my food, you don't I don't chins, I don't nothing. You don't you get exactly what I what I bring, what I, who I am, and if you know me. That's exactly what you're getting. And people know that. So then to me, it's like, you know, they're just, you know, that's why like people enjoy it a lot. And the whole thing with the smothered and that's where like, you know, after all these years, we, this is our fourth, we're about to be in the fourth season. Mm-hmm. So not to get off the subject, we, when we did apply, I told them, you know, they were kind of about it, mm-hmm. uh, about the whole restaurant thing with my wife and my mother-in-law. And it was a lot. I mean, in reality, the whole show has basically been kind of about our restaurant. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, the, my dad really wasn't about it. And, you know, the whole old school, my siblings weren't really about it. And, you know, to us, it's enjoyable. It's not, there's nothing, dude, I'm a humble guy. I don't, mm-hmm. it is what it is. I go to work every day. I don't, doesn't do nothing for me. No offense, but I just, mm-hmm. I, it's like, it's like, whatever it's just fun it's like a game you know what i mean and so you know after all the years all the stuff that with the business and you know our my they caught me in the seat the first season we were supposed to uh i believe i think it was about us knocking down my house or whatever because that was originally the plan and so and then we got in you know we got in a beef with my uncle and my son's christening. We, we literally almost threw him through the freaking window. <laughs> it was not. Sounds like a normal family gathering. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> totally. Yeah. So then my mother-in-law is throwing a drink on him, all this stuff. Yeah. It was just nuts. So they caught me end up leaving my dad's place while this was all going on. And so, and then the third season was basically us opening up the restaurant which was mm-hmm. i mean it was awesome you know to get it on tv it's what are the i tell people it's like you know everyone sits there and they say as a kid you know i'm gonna be an athlete i'm gonna be this and that i'm gonna be you know the best i go dude like this with the show i mean this this is what it was everyone says they could be on mm-hmm. tv but can you really be on tv can you deal with you know yeah. you got to deal with people talking shit they're They'll come at your kids, your wife, your, you know, whoever. There's nobody holds back. Put up or shut up. If you can't do it, you, you're not going to do it. And here we are four seasons in. We we're just actually filmed all week last week uh, for season four. You know, they're really talking about doing a spinoff with us with, you know, Pizza Boy. Mm-hmm. We're, we're hoping that's the deal because, you know, I mean, if you look at a lot of the stuff through the show, like all the... Mm-hmm. TLC stuff and all that, you know, people love, people love Italians. Mm-hmm. So they're good comedy. It's good. You know, it's loving, hating all the, all the mm-hmm. stuff about life. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big, and like, you know, in the show, you see that, like, I'm all about family to me. That's number one priority. You know, I work my ass off for my kids, my wife to succeed to, for, you know, to build what I've built and, continue it for them and they continue it and you know hopefully my kids become smarter than me like mm-hmm. and that's where I used to tell my father I go you're knocking me down or you're not pushing you you don't want to 
You want to be for the weak instead of being for who's really pushing for it. I want to be the continuation of what you've built and mm -hmm. blow it into something so huge. And he, you know, he just doesn't see it like that. And that's where all this stuff has come to. I don't know. So you're se second generation Italian. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and your third, dad's third. third, third. Yeah. So, uh, so your dad's dad was from Italy. Yeah. My, with the, my dad's from Italy too. He came here when he was like 12 or yeah. Yeah, so second. Yeah. The old school, like, um, how you're from saying when it comes to cameras and, you know, TikTok and Instagram, everything, like there's like a big divide there. You're, you're how old? Uh, 38. Okay. So you're kind of like in between, like I'm yeah. 27, like, you know, so we're, right in that point where we realize this is the future. This is the future For of the sure. restaurant business. This is the future of everything. A, a lot of people don't want to make that jump. And you, you know what I mean? Like I get where you're coming from. Cause it's like an old school Italian thing. Yeah. It's, 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 you know what? I'm, I'm a guy who's like, uh, you know, for the winners, if mm -hmm. you're a winner, you want it, you can prove it to me. I could see you, you work, your ass off or you want mm -hmm. big things in life, dude, I'll push you to the day I die or mm -hmm. whatever. But if you're like, uh, uh, not, I don't want to say a loser, but like, you know, you're just, you just don't have it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't, I don't put up with that. And that's where like the difference between my dad and I is where my dad kind of would be more, you know, to help pick people up. I want to push people to keep going. Yeah. Instead of having to pick them up, like let's go, dude. Everything else will fall into place. Mm -hmm. Don't don't you run with what I'm doing. Don't don't knock me because I I mean I have a video like as a joke. Like yeah, one day my dad he's we're sitting there at the pizza place, and my dad's like, you think people want to see pizza every day? Like who cares about social media? I'm like, dude, are you out of your mind? <laughs> people love this stuff. I mean it's yeah. crazy that you know you can't teach an old dog new tricks and. It is what it is. I mean, it's sad, but it is what it is. You, you want to know what, like, you talking about this, uh, I can relate because not too long ago, I started my own business. Yeah. And what I'm – thank you so much. And what I'm, what I'm basically doing is I'm managing the TikTok accounts and all the social media accounts for small Italian-American businesses. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, I'm trying to take, you know, places that didn't really have that, like what you're building and get them there. For so, sure. Like, you know, there, there's been times even with my own family, you know, they'll tell me, oh, what are you going to make TikToks, you know, and like get paid? I was like, yes, that's exactly what I'm going to do because that's 100%. the way of the future. And, and, you know, it all worked out. So your point exactly, like, you know, you just have to do it. You like get there and what we're future for sure and you know what it's like they say when when it, things are rolling just keep going that's it and that you know i i don't stop i i i try to get busier every day i try to push for more business more you know content you know lately we've been so busy that for the first year i mean it's something most people would dream of there for any business much less a restaurant mm -hmm. i mean I'm, we do like the same business my dad was doing in 30 some years mm -hmm. and the first year, I mean, it's been, God's been good. 
I couldn't ask for a better start to what I've built and, you know, continued from my father's place. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, you should be proud of yourself for starting your own. It's hard, dude. It's not. Thank you. you know what? My, to me, my dad always used to be like, oh, you know, it's, you know, you got a, my dad started, he bought a place that was already functioning. I started from square one, zero, no business. I ended up going to New York. I've never been to New York once in my life. I've never had such a great experience dealing with great guys, especially in the pizza industry. I mean, it was something that I've never seen good people, genuine to be Italian. You know, I tell people all the time, literally, I say this to anyone and everyone, especially like pizza people, whatever. To be Italian here now, it's not as much like in Chicago. It's kind of like Americanized now. Mm -hmm. People don't like this, you know, the, oh, hey, you know, they're not really into the whole Italian, like, talk. Mm -hmm. New York, it's totally different. Dude, it's mm -hmm. like a brotherhood. It's like, so when I was there, I felt like I was at home. I mean, it was like, my wife and I are the same. We're both the same exact way of, like, we instill in our kids, you know, being Italian, it's, you know, you're like the best to be Italian. <laughs> so, and, you know, the, when I went there, I just, it was... You know, I went to all, went with one of my buddies, he owns Talio Pizza, Rob, he's the best, mm -hmm. took me everywhere. And, uh, you know, we visited like 30 rest, 30 different pizza places. It was just a great time. Everyone was so welcoming. You know, they saw my stuff. I would watch all their stuff. So we all recognized each other. It was cool. So, and then, but after I got back from New York, I was trying to look for a job. I was still looking for a place. COVID hits. I couldn't, there was, nobody was hiring. It was all this stuff. Not that, not that I wanted even, you know, listen, I have no problem working for someone because I know that uh, what I can do, mm -hmm. but my end goal was to open up a restaurant. That was my, that's been my dream my whole life to open up or just open up a second location for my dad. That was always one of my dreams. Mm -hmm. And it, it's funny, like 2019, before I left my father's place in 2020, that was one of my goals for 2020 is to open up another place. And so that obviously didn't happen, but whatever. And so I end up started making pizzas with my kids at home. Listen, when I do things, I do it the way I do things, the way I like yeah. to cook, the way I, I don't copy anyone. I don't like, I'll see something. People copy all the stuff I do, which whatever it's flattering. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. But I don't, like, I'll see things and I put my own twist on it, my own take on it. You know, mm -hmm. the Detroit style was its own little fad. I started doing it at my dad's. It was really picking up. We were doing, like, 60 slices during lunch just alone, and we would only do it on Thursdays and Saturdays, mm -hmm. those days. And that was it, just for lunch. And it built, and, like, you couldn't even get a Detroit style any other day from me mm -hmm. because it was purposely driven that, I called it Thick Thursdays and Slice Saturdays. <laughs> I like so, that. Because it was a thicker dough, we would only do thin crust slices at my dad's place. And that was in our deli, mm -hmm. well, his deli. So, you know, everything's, uh, you know, to me, it's all gimmicky. And do I try to, you know, work to maneuver things with people mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So I end up making a pizzas with my kids. So I go, you know what? Let me make my Detroit again. So I made it a couple of days. I'm like, you know what? This is fucking, dude, what am I doing? I'm just going to start making Detroits. So I end up starting to make Detroits. I post on Instagram one day. First day I sold 12. 
we sold 12 Detroit's, no problem, this and that. I, you know, I kind of was, I was getting hit up on like Instagram, Facebook, emails, text messages, everything. So then the second day, so I did it on a Thursday because everyone was used to it. Mm -hmm. So then I did it on Saturday again, and I ended up selling like 15, 16 pizzas. That Tuesday, so then I added Tuesday on there because, you know, obviously I was just doing it to kind of help myself for the time being. I ended up selling 30 plus from that Tuesday on for like five months. Wow. And we were doing Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. It was a seven-day operation, dude. I could, I mean, you're talking about a home oven. Yeah. I could cook four, four Detroits at a time. I had like, it was like a, you know, like a drug deal. I had yeah. like every half hour, I had people coming to my house to pick up pizzas, four new people, six new people. I would have people that would call me every single week for hey, every Saturday I want five, six pizzas. It was insane. We were doing, I was doing, I was doing uh, like 120 to 150 Detroit's a week. For at least my minimum, I would sell out every single day at 40 so we like from two o'clock till eight o'clock at yeah. night I, every half hour i had pickups and mm -hmm. people would come to the house or i'd meet them somewhere dude it was crazy we were working and you know it's kind of like the show so my mother-in-law lives five houses away from me mm -hmm. so i was making them at her house bringing them to my house my wife's at the house she's sitting there i had to actually end up getting her involved she's never really been in the business so mm -hmm. I ended up having to get her involved with me to kind of help me because it was getting so crazy with the amount of orders we were getting on all forms of social media that she had to help me organize it because it was mm -hmm. nuts. So every day, every Sunday, we would go through the orders, have everything checked out with everyone, mm -hmm. you know, confirmation, all this stuff. It was just, it was just great. It was a great thing. You know, we got to the point where in the middle of summer, my wife's sitting there in the backyard I'm dropping them off. Scrolls in her bikini. I go, dude, this isn't dinner and a show. What are you doing? <laughs> I go, get your fucking clothes on. What's wrong with you? These people are picking up pizzas. They don't want to look at you. You look like you're fucking going to, to the strip club now. What's up? <laughs> I'm like, come on. Oh, it's so funny. But, you know, it, was a, it, it really built my business here. Mm -hmm. You know, the show's been great, but. This built my business here. I mean, we were selling in the beginning like 80 Detroits a day in like two hours. And I'm a thin crust pizza place. I'm Chicago yeah. style thin crust. I'm not, I'm not the, you know, I do like eight styles of pizza here. Mm -hmm. But like, we're not the, you know, I don't do deep dish. Deep dish is like the tourist thing for Chicago. We don't like it. Most people that visit from out of town, that's what they want. But Chicago thin crust style pizza, that's it. We do that. We have a, my Detroit style that's my own twist to it. It's super crunchy, super light, very airy. I mean, the flavor on it's just crazy. So it's, you know, it's turned into such a big deal. And, you know, here we are just over a year. It's been mm -hmm. a great year. And, uh, you know, we're just rocking and rolling, man. So your, your business was, was kind of like a brainchild of the pandemic, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like how, how you're like saying, like, I like noticed a lot of people during the pandemic, like, you know, they, they built the business or like, you know, they like did something with social media that brought them to the next level. For sure. So, 
so you basically started making pizzas on a home oven and built a whole business and brand out of it, which is unbelievable. It's crazy because you know what? I was already doing like I when I, I the same videos I do through for my business here, I was doing for my dad's business. And he had where well, I built it to a really big, decent following and whatever. And so, you know, like people already love that. So like people were like, you know, they didn't know what was going on. Nobody knew I left. I didn't advertise it. It's nobody's business. I, I'm not, I'm not here to, I had to do what I had to do. That's mm -hmm. it. I, it mm -hmm. wasn't, there's no harm, no foul. I love my family. It is what it is, but I had to do what I had to do. And they still are there doing their thing. And that's great for them, but I had to do what I had to do. And, you know, People were like, what's going on? You know, there's no more videos, this and that. And I didn't want to tell anyone. And then I started making the pizzas out of the house. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of started getting known what was going on. But yeah, it was, uh, you know, because of COVID, I couldn't get a job. Yeah. And then because I had no other way to figure things out, I just went to what I'm good at, great at. I mean, making pizzas. And thank God. And everything was, you know, worked out perfectly. And, you know, everything's just, dude, it's. What I've done in the last like three years of my life, it's just crazy. I'm not even kidding you. Like people wouldn't even understand what and how hard I worked for it and how much I wanted. And, you know, that was one of the big things when we opened up here, I kind of was pissed because we were so busy. I mean, the when I tell you the, fir the first Friday, I've never been defeated in this business ever. And I'm talking about doing big business at my dad's place. I've never been defeated. Yeah, we're crazy busy. Dude, we're doing, you're talking 100 deliveries, 100 something pickups, crazy. Now, we're at this point, and I, my first Friday, which was before Super Bowl, mm -hmm. the first hour I opened, I, I sold every single thing I had in an hour. And wow. my business, it's not like, it's not like, uh, you know, like Napolitan, you, you know, like New York style, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, we don't need, you know, the whole bullshit of everyone. No offense to anyone. I know how people are, but I do how I do things, how I do things, yeah. what I was taught. But, you know, people are so by the book now. Oh, you need uh, this fermentation. You need this uh, hydration. Dude, you either got it or you don't. I look at it like that always. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. You either got it or you don't. If you can't do it, dude, you'll get, you'll do good. You'll succeed. Yeah, if you, you're, you're a hustler, you learn to adjust and whatever, you'll get it. But it's either you got it or you don't. And to me, I can make dough on the fly and make the same pizza. We don't mm -hmm. need all that stuff. And mm -hmm. where it's where everything over time has gone to where that Friday like I said, never been defeated. I was defeated. I closed in like two and a half hours. I couldn't even do anything anymore. We had to wait for, we had 40 people waiting in the front, the whole dining room jam packed. The whole thing was just insane. I'm closing the phone still ring. It's insane. But yeah, it's, it's been crazy ride, brother.